Regal Movie Masters. Unlimited. This is the Regal Movie Masters Unlimited podcast where we indiscriminately watch every goddamn movie that comes out at the local theater. This time around we got a, a double header. This is a this is the bro app. We got a Black Adam, a comic book film, and a Terrifier 2, a little uh, Shocktober spooktacular. Before we get into that, though, let me uh, introduce our, our movie masters today. We got Justine. Hello. Brent. Still just a rat in a cage. And uh, Dylan. Finally! What's, who's, who's saying, who's finally? The Rock. Oh, okay. This is wrestling. You guys are going to have to put me onto this. I've just been introduced to this guy. So, the Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Go on. Was a wrestler. Uh, as He went as The Rock. What do you mean wrestling? Just like... Professional. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like uh, like an Olympian? No. Well, maybe. He played football, I guess, too, at some point. But he was a professional wrestler. How many fans did he have? Millions. And millions! <laughs> so he stars in our the first film we're going to be talking about today, Black Adam, a uh, DC Universe film directed by Warner Brothers slash Discovery. <laughs> uh, Black Adam is the story of a... Shazam man, uh, who it's has been basically Shazam. It's it's Shazam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he has the power. We'll get into the lore. Yeah. So what's a, what's his land called? Kandak. And Kandak. Okay. Mm. Comes out of Kandak. It's been sealed in a tomb. Someone unleashes him, like in that gorilla song. When finally someone lets him out of his cage, he says that when he comes back. And uh, 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 hijinks ensue because the Justice <laughs> Society. Doesn't like that. The Justice Society has four people in it. They exist. Sure. All of a sudden. Look, Wait, I, Col- Colin, who is the Justice Society? Uh, it you... doesn't matter who the Justice Society is. <laughs> this Damn. Is, this is some fucking... All their goddamn wrestling shit is going to have to be... They're just lost. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know People's Champ. I know Smell with the Rock. There's a People's Elbow? Yes. There's okay. People's Eyebrow. Okay. And then you Smell with the Rock's Cooking. Uh-huh. That's all do, I got. Do you know about Pie? Do, do you like pie? <laughs> pie. I don't know. What is it? What's, the, what's the pie thing? The Rock likes pie. Okay. That's a whole fucking thing? That's it. pie, bro. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Uh, Get it? All right. So um, I'm going to rock here. Sit back. I feel, I feel like there have been three great eras of comic book films okay. thus far. Okay. Yeah. BC. That's like where your, your Superman movies come in. Your uh, Batman your Punisher, starring Dolph Lundgren. You could expand that into like your Wonder Woman TV show, Batman TV show, Hulk TV show. But I, in my view, in my opinion, X-Men in 2000, Spider-Man in 2001. Those movies, I think, brought comic book movies into this century. Kind of showed how profitable they could be, utilized all the tech. And I think that's an era unto itself. And then I think that goes until 2008. That's when um, The Dark Knight comes out and Iron Man comes out. Iron Man sort of starting the MCU and showing, I guess, tonally a new standard in uh, comic book movies and Dark Knight sort of showing how they could be like real movies. In that interim, though, 2000, let's say, to 2008, there was so much wacky bullshit just thrown at the fucking wall to see if it would stick. We're talking like the Fantastic Four, one and two, Hulk, one and two, fucking uh, amazing shit. Hellboy, which is... Probably better than most movies that have come out, even if you include like the post Dark Knight stuff. 
Um, it's aged well versus some of the other stuff that was coming out. Fucking uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen 300. Oh, I'm saying all of these movies because as I'm watching Black Adam, directed by Warner Brothers slash Discovery <laughs> and starring uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, I was only thinking of that era. I was like, this is so like some shit you would rent off of Redbox and watch and it like skips halfway through. That, by the way, was the era that I really fell in love with comic book movies. Like I was so dialed into that shit. I was there for fucking Batman and Robin and like Spawn and like all that goofy shit that came out. So when I saw like X-Men, the way it was shot, like paneled off, shot as if it was a comic book, that movie still blows my fucking mind. I love that movie and and just got me sucked in. And I watched every fucking movie that came out <laughs> that was like a comic book movie, good, bad, and different. Yeah. I was fucking there. Wolverine Origins. Someone asked me how that movie was once. I was like, it was great. <laughs> it has Wolverine and he fucking is on a motorcycle and he pops a wheelie and he claws a guy. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it was an exciting time. I... I, you know, have a lot of respect for, like, the MCU and, like, the franchiseification. There's good and bad that comes from it. But there was some wacky-ass shit coming out in those uh, that period, you know. Green Lantern. Fucking Green God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Green Lantern might have. If it came out after 2008, it's still... One of those movies. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure maybe even Wolverine Origins or some of those were after that. But that weird fucking era of comic book movies I, I have a certain nostalgia for and black adam checks those fucking boxes you know what it reminded me of i was like i'm kind of bored and there's a lot of stuff happening <laughs> what does this remind me of and it took me a minute is the gi joe movie oh those movies fucking rock <laughs> yeah i snake eyes rocks no both all, all gi joe movies fucking <laughs> those gi joe movies are so fucking good you tbs on a saturday afternoon bro life is good <laughs> like this is a a bad movie i'll say I just enjoyed the simplicity of seeing like strong men just punching each other and that being the only redeemable quality. The some of the worst fucking dialogue I've ever heard. Oh my god. Life. And they just repeat it over and over. I've said about these movies like when they're overly complicated, which we've seen a lot of, and they get focused on the family dramas and just all this shit. I'm like, I just want to see a good guy punch a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I think towards the end of this movie, when they literally tear the devil in half, I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. That was yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah. You don't get much more good guys versus bad. <laughs> like a fucking striper record cover. <laughs> With the pentagram on the chest. <laughs> you would throw shade at these movies by being like, oh, it's like a fucking PlayStation fight. But PlayStation graphics now look better like than way, I had that thought too. I, yeah. I got, there was a point in the movie, and Justin, you might back me on this. I was watching it, and I was like, I'd rather be playing a video game. Yeah. I feel like it would just be a more fun experience than this. There's so many fight scenes yeah. that you can't see. But that's the it's only just like fun a bunch part. of like, cut to this, cut to that. What's happening? He punched some guy really far. <laughs> like Marvel killed those sight gags where like, yeah, like a, a character would go flying across right. miles. Yeah. yeah. And they do that so much. During the fight scenes, they I felt they did a competent job of making it look like comic book panels. Yeah. You know, like they, like especially like with the, the punches Super, and the yes. angles. Like they definitely got those angles down and they would even like kind of you know zoom in on, on, on some of the action. I think that might have scratched a little bit of an itch for you. Yeah, it was uh it's fun. It's fine. But speaking <laughs> of comic books, so the source material here, you know, as much as we like uh, Dwayne Rockman, we got fucking Hawkman, which I'm juiced on. I don't give a shit. We got Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher. Yeah. A T O M, not 
to be confused with a DAM. I think they just like, isn't that kind of weird? Ah, fuck it. And just went with it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Cyclone, uh, who has a, oh, what do they call it? Aerokinesis. <laughs> that is so, like, when Did they say that? They yeah. just have like fucking conversations about their powers and it is the most jargony gobbledygook and i'm a little just like yeah. wide smile across my face <laughs> a scientist injected me with a serum and now i have aerokinesis oh my god this is so i good. have nanobots and yeah it's just, yeah. It's just like, technology. yeah yeah okay. half the dialogue was info dump yeah. except why does hawkman have an estate quietly my favorite part of the movie is when they go to different locations and they show the name of the location at the bottom. <laughs> and I saw the words Hawkman's Estate. And I was fucking done. I was like, I'm in on this movie now. They just said I didn't notice, yeah, your tone changed. The when silliest that fucking words you could possibly put together. The the hanger for like their ship. Oh, yeah. The whole yard gets ripped up. Yeah, it's like X-Men. In cartoons, they call it like toyifying. Like you draw something up, but it's like, yeah, can you toyify it? Mm-hmm. You want this fucking yeah, you can easily unit, put you know? hinges. That jet plane seeing like the tip of the dick split off of it and become like a solo <laughs> and thing. be able it's to like, reconnect this yeah. is toyifying fucking yeah. all the accessories for hawkman and shit like yeah. that's how you toyify a fucking character oh, yeah. which by the way i'm not anti-toyifying i think in a way it sort of forces you to make well-designed stuff or just silly shit like a fucking jet that splits up i know we're again post dark knight post oscar talk post fucking the idea of comic books being like big business serious shit these are like little kitty stories for children for sure bro the amount of times they say the council of wizards i could like they they played it with such a fucking straight face ted adam the yes. Council of Wizards thought you were not worthy. <laughs> okay. But despite what the Council of Wizards says, you are the liberator of... <laughs> like, I imagine whatever toys get issued for this this uh, this movie, are they going to be articulated? There's going to be a lot of detail. They're going to look really cool. They're going to be worth nothing while McDonald's just pumps out some, like, non-articulate toys and yeah. some Happy Meals that are going for thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, you know? guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. One thing I will say about this film, and it needs to be addressed, is uh, since I'm bringing up that like 2000s era uh, comic book movies, one of the real blights on that period is what they call uh, shame of source material. That's why you get like the X-Men in all black leather suits, you know, and you don't really get a lot of comic accurate uh, costumes. Dr. Fate looks like Dr. Fate. Black Adam looks like Black Adam. They all wear their shit. Yeah. I don't think they're ashamed of their source material in this. They seem to be embracing it. For better or worse. They also um, happen to just have cool costumes, though. Yeah. Uh, well, what? Like Wolverine doesn't? <laughs> you have to put him in. He's wearing yellow. Yeah, fucking <laughs> you know? Anyway, so that, I just wanted to give their, give them their propers on that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking uh, squarely at Justine on this one. Because you've read more Dr. Fate comics than anyone else in this room put together. And you've read more Dr. Fate comics than almost anyone should, I guess. <laughs> How did yeah. we like the, the on-screen debut? Um... I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of weird because it's not like the helmet. There's like an entity behind the right. helmet that he struggles with and talks to, uh-huh. you know. And when they merge, basically, they're like this godlike character. He wouldn't need anybody else, you know. Right. Like he could just do this himself. Yeah, his reality bending. Yeah. And so they just have him do like the weird mirrory, like Doctor Strange thing. But it does what? Right. He like moves people from place to place. He mirages the rock or something. He does what needs to be done to have the movie go forward. Yeah, exactly. He's a little bit like Captain Marvel. Right. It's just like 
power level. We can't have him in here. Whatever we need. (laughs) I guess they were trying to say something about magic by bringing him in there because they were like, well, if you're going to fight magic, you need a magic person. It's like, okay, but. Are you going to bring in Zatanna? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, good pull. But I just heard that her movie got canceled too. She had a. Really? A fucking Zatanna movie? No, no, they were going to be. It was like they were going to be making the movie and then they were like, never mind. I don't know. But I'm saying there's like lower level magic users that you could have brought in. And that was not one of them. <laughs> yeah, Doc, Dr. Fate and the Spectre are two are way too fucking yeah. big for And like they those two are the only two well, maybe like the Phantom Stranger, but those two buttheads because they're the only two who can. Yeah. You know. But I guess no one really knows about this stuff yeah, in reality. No, just, so you could just sub them in. I, I God, I fucking like this movie. They had just hit the ground running, like no fucking <laughs> explanation. Like we have to introduce Hawkman on the streaming service and have you download the, that <laughs> to get to this point. This shit is just like up and running. Yeah. Here you go. It's like narrated for 10 minutes in the very beginning my to favorite, set this up. That's my favorite DCEU like trope. Every fucking like time they do like a like, oh, yeah. an intro for a new person. All right, so let's talk about Steppenwolf. Uh. Yeah, exactly. I love it so much. Wonder Woman was a little girl and she had to grow up. It's like, yes, give me that. Give me this for Black Adam. I want to know. Uh, guys, Pet Adam. <laughs> you guys ever look up Hawkman shit? It is Hell so- no. Bro, thought- look up the Hawkman Wikipedia and just fucking break out some tea and biscuits and have a long <laughs> sit because it gets so convoluted. Yeah. Convoluted, complicated. Okay. There's a hot girl. Yeah. And <laughs> well, that's like, right. You had the DC app, so you probably yeah. got to go. I read whatever they had. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's pre and post crisis uh hawk right. and stuff so like yeah. they were aliens and then they weren't i don't know what the last big event was like uh the rebirths yeah there you go i don't know what the fuck they did yeah, with I, post that. I mean admittedly i'm out of the out of the loop with a lot of this shit but like i just <laughs> wanted to see the toy i played with as a kid on the screen you know what <laughs> he looked ridiculous in his helmet right like he always like a little cross-eyed yeah. and like <laughs> had to make his eyes really big so you could see him so he just looked crazy and they have him do a lot of like wide eye like oh my yeah. god kind of shot so it just looks even more absurd and he's the only one who doesn't get to hide behind cg like for his face yeah i really hate when they do stuff like this which is what they did with dr fate where um it's just a helmet yeah he takes it (laughs) off and then it's like we paid for this guy you're gonna see his face here's brosnan yeah this is a premium actor and then they don't show the adam smasher he has the deadpool face thing going on and then the girl is just, she's just there, but like, yeah, it's like, here's her face. And then we just smeared some like watercolor around her. Yeah. We don't know what she's doing at any point. A- Aerokinesis. Yeah, she's tornadoing. She but she's Nanobots. not. She's the scientist filled her with red tomato stuff bro. to her. No, <laughs> but it says, it says her name and then it says red tornado underneath it. Ooh, there's some DC lore. We're not, we're weak on this. Well, we have to do it. Saying she was not very useful. I would have been pretty mad if I was Amanda Waller. Like if she knew what was going on. I really, for real. I, I, I'm sorry to spoil. I really liked Amanda Waller at the end, where she just goes Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> After they just showed you the title, I decided that was his name. Because they don't call him Black Adam the whole time, and then he's like, "Oh, what nickname do you want?" And then he smirks. Credits for five seconds. Black Adam. <laughs> it's me, Amanda Waller. Don't go away from there. Uh, I might if I feel like it. Well, we'll see then. I wouldn't be surprised if the original draft was that that old quote, you know, send anybody you want, 
just don't send anybody you want back, you know? Like, <laughs> and let me say this. As our resident bald guy, why does every, like, bald actor needs to be portrayed as badass, like, on yeah. screen? It's because so of The Rock, of I think. Yeah. yeah, it's just The Rock. Vin Diesel, his it. little tiny ass. Have you heard his real voice? Yeah, he's all like, it's me. Hi, it's me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, but, um... He's like, what, Dylan? I'm just gonna all say me. this, too. He should have been Mario. If I'm fucking Vin <laughs> <laughs> What? If I'm Vin Diesel, or I'm fucking Amanda Waller, or Vin Diesel for that matter, and I see fucking Black Adam tear the devil in half, I'm gonna be like, hey, we could like use your help. Can we call you if we need you? Because she tore the fucking devil, dude. I that know. movie. It's because they have aliens on their sides, bro. He wasn't the devil. Yeah, he was a demon. That was so he was cool. imbued with demon powers. They went yes. to hell for like two seconds. Yeah, I know. And like just little <laughs> devils started showing up. Hey, oh, your voice. The vo- when he came up to the service and like his oh, voice is just unintelligible. Like, he's like, <laughs> no, I like, I like voice. that. That's like that's what a demon would sound like, right? Like South Park style. Hey guys, hey Satan, what's it all? The dog. I banish you back to hell. All right. But no anal after this. <laughs> so Dom, not now. That was literally the devil. I gotta fight Black Adam. <laughs> that was also when they show that prison. It said, uh, location unknown. Yeah. Underneath it. What the fuck do you Yeah. You don't need to tell us. I thought they were going to be going to Atlantis. When no. The water. No. Can't talk about that. No. <laughs> oh, but he is going to punch Aquaman posters and... Slash the flash. God, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> well, Fuck them. I'm the anti-hero bitch. Yeah. Listen, yeah, yes. like the fist goes through the Superman yes. little, and then yes. Superman shows up. I was like, so stoked. On, For those of you who don't know, uh, The Rock is uh, signed to Under Armour, and there's a Under Armour Black Adam capsule, capsule collection. <laughs> For you real enthusiasts who want Oh, to that's get... what you're wearing. Yeah, head to toe. You didn't notice? I got the... the oh, shoes. I noticed. I just yeah, didn't know because I'm not a streetwear. I just don't know why you cut your hoodie to be uh, sleeveless. Well, fun fact, it actually comes uh, sleeveless. Oh, this, uh... let me see the back. Oh, well, the back, I'll look in the mirror and uh, read it to you. It says, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. It's beautiful. There's <laughs> fucking merchandise right now you can buy that... <clears throat> The hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. And on the back of the hoodie, because it's like sleeveless, the in the DC universe has to be really small. <laughs> well, it's because he says that in the movie. Well, that was at the end when he's talking about the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. It's the new uh, with great power comes great responsibility, if you ask me. Yeah, very quotable. Yeah, (laughs) just put it on merch. And that's why Amanda Waller was so pissed. He was like, All right, you want to say that? Well, here's you know, (laughs) S Man. Really pissed me off that like all the tattoo shops are closed right now because I would have just, yeah, I would have gone straight in. I feel like I I would use your your sleeveless hoodie as a uh, reference. Dylan, you're, you're a music guy. What do you yes. think of that soundtrack? <laughs> well, it opened up great. It opened up with uh, <laughs> "The World Is a Vampire" by uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Bullet with butterf- butterfly wings. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> I was like, the first, I, I was like, the, the first thing that came to mind was like, "Oh fuck!" They're trying to do another like something's in the way. Like, there's no fucking way they're going to do this right now. I was like, all right. Fine. Okay. Like, we're in the 90s. What do they hit him with when the uh, the helicopter shows up? Paint it black. Yeah. Paint the, it, yeah. Anytime you have a helicopter. Stones. Oh, because he's Black Adam. I just got that. 
Yeah. You didn't get that? I just got that. You're, I got that. Yeah, oh, every, I every, thought, thought that was a good jam. Every, like, yeah, every, like, every single music selection was just way too on the nose. That's got to be expensive. Since, speaking of wrestling, mm-hmm. they just licensed a song to MJF and AEW, um, Sympathy for the Devil. And when interviewed about it, Tony Khan, the owner, said, no, it's actually extremely affordable, more so than anything else we've ever tried to license. That's weird, I guess. I don't know. What do I know about this shit? To this movie's credit, I'm, I'm saying this is like a pro. This was such a like product. Snyder. Yeah. That guy shit's messy, bro. Like that is mm-hmm. there are takes, it's alienating to people. This movie, I think, is such a like 6.5 out of 10, just pushed through the fucking grinder of, you know, global action films, international appeal, that it's smooth, you know? I don't think it went through a lot of rewrites. Like, it does seem like a vision. Here, like, yeah, we are making a Big Mac here. Like, yeah. here's what goes into a Big Good Mac. Good point. You know, like, yeah. product. <laughs> I'm fucking, uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a good time during this. I can't be mad at it. Yeah, I don't know that I'll watch it again. No, it's or pretty often. boring. Yeah. It is, but there's I want to take a nap. I'm going to wanna, This kind of brings me back to the, the, the visuals and stuff. I think when things look really good, it's daunting to the eyes. Like, it really, <laughs> te- it's like caloric. Like, imagine, mm. take your pick of, like, director that can do really lush, uh, you know, mise-en-scene like have everything set up right and it looks nice and you have to pay attention to the frames and oh good look- oh stuff. i don't think those are called good movies right yeah yeah, yeah got it <laughs> that like takes a lot of i don't know calories burned on the eyes to look at yeah. nice looking stuff and process it that i think when there's just that smear of cg like uh-huh. it is literally like bland you're not really bogged down with the details because they could do good cg and they could do like less cg because it's such a processed assembly line production with these budgets and markets in mind like i really think it's intentional that they look so bad that to me is like hallmark dc stuff it's like there is so much just lightning going on that you don't even know what's happening and you don't care well they did they took some cues from star wars that you could kind of tell what was going on they made sure that Adam's lightning was blue <laughs> and that mm-hmm. the Satan dude's lightning was red. Yeah. And then they also made sure to have Pierce Brosnan die like exactly like Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. in sacrifice to the Dark Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it's all intentional. I think maybe even the, the yeah, the atrocious dialogue and stuff. Like the tone of the films of the DC movies that are like the recent ones is pretty consistent. In that it's boring, and the dialogue is yeah. bad, and then there's just a bunch of stuff on screen that you can't tell what's happening. You can't understand what people are saying sometimes. Yep. And there's like 17 big fights. Right. Like you think at the end, you think that, okay, here's a big fight. Nope, some more. Oh, somebody leveled up, and now there's another fight. I, I will say at any point in the movie, I was going, there there could be three more hours of this. Right, or given how these now. Or yeah, exactly. now. Yeah. There was a point, yeah, there was a point in the movie where I was like, you could end it right here. Yeah. And I just like thought to myself, oh, I'm just going to get comfortable. You know? But, yeah. you know, the, at the same time, there was the Batman. There was the second Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was the Joker. All movies that have, like, a heavy dose of auteurship that, yeah, but they're not part of the like. They are the Suicide Squad is fully okay. Yeah, but the first Batman one is yeah the first proto, Suicide Squad is atrocious. Bat. But the second one was very much yeah, so, and, and nobody cared. 
They should have though. I love that fucking. Nobody cares. And that one also, I feel, and it's like with pe- the Peacemaker show, that's its own thing. Yeah. So you're telling me we can have John Cena show up in a rock movie and they didn't do that? How would you throw Peacemaker in there? Does it matter? It's DC. Black. Amanda Waller sends some guy. Yeah, I don't think they'd fight, him. but they'd like meet in the hallway. On their way to have true. Amanda Waller meetings. <laughs> so what They're are you, later. some kind of peacemaker? Your sense of humor <laughs> is very black, Adam. Okay. Peacemaker is so fucking good. Anyways. Really good. Here, here's my two standout okay, CG Yeah, I shine some fucking sunshine on this movie. Obviously, when uh, he says Shazam and he's like skinny rock <laughs> and like his face, it's like my favorite. Benjamin Patterson was skinny Tet Adam. Yeah, and then they, they put his face over him yeah. when they had to show his face. I would say Skinny Rock is my favorite CGI right. moment. My second CGI moment is when he has to catch that bullet from hitting that little kid. And like he is just full CG Rock. He's not even like, it's just his likeness all of a sudden. Scorpion King Rock. Yeah, like he was just CG. It was the whole body was CG. And it just broke through the gates or whatever, like the railing. Right. And I was like, whoa, they just said, fuck it. Here you go. Like, like. They didn't even finalize it. They just threw the testing on, on the fucking screen, bro. I was so I was so happy. I got so stoked. I don't know. It's like a blink you missed it kind of moment, but it was so awesome. I, I like this movie. I think you loved this one. I was fucking crying. You saw me cry. Yeah. Like, yeah, just by the way, by the order that we sat in, I just happened to be the farthest away from you two. And I wasn't jealous, but I knew what was happening. I didn't know the words you were saying, but I knew what was happening. Just you two just giggling like fucking schoolgirls the entire like, time. You guys are just like. <laughs> And then like when he has to go to sleep or whatever, like in the water chamber, I was all like, is this the end of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> it felt like the end. It could have been. It's like, yeah. ah, are they leaving us on a cliffhanger? Like that's yeah. so insane. Black Adam too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so of course it's funny. gonna be. I know. I loved it, man. This fucking movie's awesome. Yeah, I, wrapping it up, I'd say uh there's a line between like this movie on the side that I find is like a good entertaining film. And on the other side of that line, just under it is Eternals, where it's like boring, boring. I, I think it's uh, just on the right side of good. Unironically, I think it's passably entertaining. Ironically, movie of the year, oh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, final word on Black Adam is uh, Shazam. Wait, Shazam going to little little version? You can only or... say Shazam. Yeah, but you, you say Shazam to get to God tier, you go Shazam okay, to go yeah, normal Shazam, tier. You say Shazam once to go to, God. Black, to Black Adam. Or uh, silenced. Yeah, you're normal. Is it a Shazam or is it a... The bad guy says something else. Yeah, I know, but I don't it's know. Like it's like the she-tar. opposite. Devil know? time! Yeah. <laughs> I like that there were demons in it. Okay. And I really like the little undead guys. Or yeah, they said he, they, they were like, he controls demons, but they weren't demons. <laughs> they were like skeletons. Movie. Skeletons. <laughs> yeah, skeletons. They, they had fireplaces. The Yo, they had fireplaces in their, their, their uh, ribs. <laughs> and note that when the kid goes and rallies the crowd, it's like, this is our land. Yeah. They come out to beat up the skeleton <laughs> warriors. Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Let's go hit some skeletons. Because all they did was hit them. Yes. And then they kind of just <laughs> fell that apart. That was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they were pretty cute. Okay. Yeah. Um, the movie's not good. I don't know who I would say should see it. These dorks. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm right here. If you're at home. <laughs> this is a Saturday afternoon TBS. Fucking yeah. Banger. Again, I wish this was just like 2000, 2004. This would have been fucking revolutionary. Yeah. Also, Anyways. to clarify, G 
Justine fell asleep when he became tiny rock and had to go to sleep <laughs> in the water bath. Yes. She woke back up once he came out of the water I bath. Was it, sounds like it sounds like what you're saying, Dylan, is that the movie transported her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 shazammed up okay. when he shazammed. All right. So she really does like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justina, she shazammed. So Brent, who also likes it, what? Do you, how much do you like it? Well, <laughs> as a bald, off-white man who used to go to the gym a lot and, and had people say, Oh, what's up, Little Rock? Fuck this movie. Fuck this guy. Like flexing the entire time and have the camera slowly zoom in on his face. So like, how, like, like half of this movie is him just flexing in his face staring at a statue of himself. I think the real star of this film is back muscles. Oh, God. <laughs> Shoulders yeah. trapped. Yeah, also trapped shoes. Shout out to the one fool wearing Jordan 5s. Yeah, respect. we couldn't tell what 5. If <laughs> you know what 5 that he was wearing. Was it her brother? Yeah, this her brother was made for you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I assume it's the purple five that came out this year, but I can't. You can't tell because it's so far. I know. I have a real dark horse uh, guess, which is the three M ones. Mm, yeah. Was, we all we have to go on is gray to white upper. I don't think they're gray. I think they're white because they're just dirty. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, don't do steroids, kids. Dylan, wait, final wait, wait. Verdict. Brent, is it a Shazam or? Shazam! Okay, uh, well, that's okay. So we're three out of three so far. Uh, Dylan, you're the fourth one. I hate you. Uh, Shazam! Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I like how you tried to make your voice deeper because you did that high voice. Oh, that was you that said uh-huh. that high voice. Yeah, yeah. It was a dramatic pause, and then you, sh- you said it, and then I was like, okay. Shazam. So Shazam says Shazam and becomes yeah. Shazam. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black Adam says Shazam and becomes Black Adam. Yeah, and well, then all the other kids say Shazam. And they each become who knows what. Well, when the Council of Wizards ordained (laughs) the power to those who are worthy, they just got to say it. Just got lazy. (laughs) But I got him. Hey, uh, what other movies has Time Warner Discovery directed? Uh, Well, Warner Discovery is new. Yeah. Warner Discovery is a new director. I think this is Warner Discovery. Did they do like uh, like art house films before this, or they trusted them so much? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of new directors, our second film. Of the evening, it's a Shocktober spooktacular. We got Terrifier Two. This is a uh, spooky old horror film. If you didn't like the CG of Black Adam, well, this is good because this is a, a, a very practical effects-driven venture. Directed by Damien Leone, maybe Leon. Leone. Leone. All right. It's a sequel. It's a Terrifier Two. To a movie that didn't come out in theaters. It was yeah. streaming only. So it's a theatrical debut. Yeah. Sequel. The story of uh, Art the Clown, new horror icon, who uh, continues terrorizing this town and group of people. You got a family, and they are troubled, and they are troubled by a clown. So first and foremost is this is a huge dub for, like, practical effects. There's no CGI blood, very uh, Lucio Fulci kind of gore. I don't know. That, that stuff kind of can skirt with like the trauma-esque mm-hmm. cartoonish gore. And I felt like this one was more, leaned a little more on the full C side, but was still had a bit of an absurdist tint to it. Because it was gory, but the stuff he was doing was ridiculous. Yeah. So it had a, a, a good combination of both. So where the first one was explicitly just a showcase for a bunch of kill scenes. This one has... A semblance of a plot and like characters and stuff. It kind of focuses on this family drama. Single mom, dad passed away, supposedly from mental illness or something. They kind of keep it vague. I've been kind of thinking this about horror movies where you, it's like you have to make a good movie and then just tack the horror stuff on mm-hmm. to make it work. And like 
it's weird, but I swear to God, I think this family drama stuff kind of worked for me. It really read to me like a, like a Goosebumps episode or right. something like that. <laughs> you just don't get as gory in those, obviously, as right. you can on, on a big screen. Yeah. Whereas the first one I thought was uh, boring. I, I'm kind of impressed with this franchise, if you want to call it that. If you dare supplant The Orphan as like your favorite new franchise with The Terrifier, I'm I'm going to be upset. Well, I'm thinking more in terms of like we've had we've been forced some Halloween yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah. in, into our existence. That I was complaining about like Michael Myers, who the why this is just an excuse to sell more toys to adults. This is just forcing this character onto people. So the Terrifier thing, and that's kind of why I was curious about this franchise, because I see this clown all over the place, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, was this some, like, Rob Zombie shit? Like, what's going on here? And unlike Michael Myers, unlike Jason, unlike almost any slasher icon, this was, like, really built from the ground up to be sequelized, you know? For no reason at all at the end of Terrifier 2, there's, like, a podcast thing where they start talking about the movie and this guy's like yeah we'd made terrifier one as kind of a showcase for the character and we just wanted to see if people liked it and they liked it so we had crowdfunded a second movie and now we have a second one so it's like well this is a super democratic way of doing things this isn't hey guys this is a character and this matters and we're gonna merchandise this character and shove this character down your throat it's like you guys like this yeah we kind of like it want to do some more all right <laughs> i think that that was a Really good move because the first one is like, okay, yeah, it's kind of boring and whatever. Yeah, it's like a demo. Yeah, so that's exactly because then the next one, it's really polished. They obviously had way more money for effects and stuff, but they didn't go CG or anything. Right. They just did a better job of the practical effects that they did in the first one. Yeah, it just looked like they had rehearsed yeah. <laughs> and then they made a movie. Well, they also like worked on characterization, I think, because the first movie legitimately has no characters. Actually, that's one of the funny things i think about the first movie is it has a bit like one of the cl most clear-cut examples of like one man writing dialogue between two women <laughs> it's just like those, those those drunk ladies walking down the streets it's like that guy at the party was hot yeah but he was gross yeah beer drunk i am i gotta pee but this movie like like the mom being the frazzled mess but not a caricature necessarily like i felt that she was like a fucking lady going through a tough time with their family and yeah the kids kind of talked natural well the boys yes. I mean, yeah the boy's a nerd so you kind of have to be like oh, yeah you know. i mean and the, the kid i don't think anyone that age really should be on camera that much yeah so but I that's what even pass. made it better he's awkward clumsy little kid yeah. you guys sound like the reverse of that snl <laughs> skit where uh it's fred armisen i forget the the actress but like they, they're saying something really nice and then they get really quiet oh. like, but you know i think but it's like the reverse you guys are saying like kind of like oh then the first one was kind of boring but you know i think like the second yeah. one might have been actually good Look, so you're telling me that at no point in this three hour slog you were you weren't bored that's the really weird thing like i have to look at run times and i get really like anxious like okay. seeing something even nearing two two hours and so this i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do to especially two, after the first one which was yeah, like no plot boring it. free mm -hmm. flowing yeah so i was definitely like what are they even how are they gonna do this but i had never seen the art the clown yeah. until we watched the first terrifier mm -hmm. right before we watched the second terrifier right. um <laughs> And in the first one, it's like, okay, yeah, he's pretty, like, recognizable, you know. David Howard Thornton. He didn't play him during the shorts, during the pre-Terrifier saga, but he plays him in Terrifier. And, like, he's 
fucking good, like physically. He's, yeah, he's fine in Terrifier. Yeah, he does yeah. some some mime stuff. work stuff. Yeah, but then in the second one, he's just like at a hundred percent. Yeah, he's really funny, really expressive, and yeah, he does stuff that with no sound. He gets beat up a bunch, no sound. Yeah. He's like laughing about doing horrible things and it's really funny because he thinks it's funny. Yeah. He's really fun to watch on screen. And so I feel like they had enough of him in there where you were never like too far away from him. I will agree with you that like fantastic character design, Mm -hmm. love the actor. Mm -hmm. Now imagine somebody that can actually write and somebody that can actually direct. (laughs) Imagine what they could do with that. And somebody that understands brevity and somebody that understands how to like stitch things together without having to spend over an hour of screen time just casually zooming in on the props. I really was thinking about it when it was happening. I was like, I know this movie is long, but what would I cut out of it? I wouldn't cut anything out of it. I don't know. What? Like, I, I thought about, I was like, could it be like a mini Who series? Who are you? Not really. I know. that. Like like I said, like one of the first things I was like, what would I cut out of this to make the runtime shorter? All the zoom-ins. Yeah, but that's like part of the thing. No, he Isn't he the guy that stuff? does the effects too? Yeah, he is. So he's like, he's seeing this as like a showcase for the stuff he can do. You and know? what's weird is he was the editor on the first movie, mm-hmm. but not on the second one. The second one's longer. Usually you'd yeah. think it'd be longer. Well, because he had too much work to do for yeah. the for all the effects. So it's like, yeah, this is like his passion is doing these effects. And so of course they're going to get a lot of screen time. But even when you're seeing them, it's, it's impressive. You can't be too mad about taking up a lot of time because it's like, oh yeah, this is... This oh. Oh, like I can be. A, yeah, but, do you but see you know, me? like thinking about. I'm wearing like, Colin's sleeveless a, uh, hoodie. <laughs> I don't know how it got on me, but, but I'm flexing and just like I'm I'm muscly. It's well, you crazy. say you, well, that's funny. You're wearing my sleeveless um, anti-hero uh, Black Adam hoodie because can you, you read the back for me again? Oh, it says the the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. But speaking of hierarchy of power, that brings me to uh, the next point that I love about this movie, and I don't think I've seen this in another slasher movie which is a completely universal like power level upgrade yeah. to everyone <laughs> like life extends so goddamn far in these movies and you're used to that again we just watched fucking the Halloween movie right where it's just like i shot the guy okay i uh, finally that's done then you look behind oh my god he's gone Imagine that for absolutely everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like the mortals who are picked on have the same level of. So, are you saying this might not take place on Earth? Oh, no. It's complete fucking surrealism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, it's super, I mean, yeah, supernatural elements in slasher films are nothing new, but universally supernatural, where everyone gets a power upgrade and everyone yeah. gets shot and then walks away and comes back. I fucking lost it when this girl's <laughs> magical, when she's dead. She is dead. And the magical knife that she has lights up, yeah. gives her a one up, and she comes back. <laughs> I, love I will 100% say that the third act is bloated. Like, this is a classic the bloated carnival. third act. The second part where they're at the party, that's when I kind of started to like the movie a lot. Cause, like, yeah, these people are kind of fucking realistic people. They're not total caricatures. And that's the other problem, I think, with a lot of like retro slashers. Is like they lean into the kind of campiness of just like I'm the slut girl and I'm the drug guy, I'm the jock, I'm the mousy girl. Like, yeah, it's you too self-referential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this one's like you know the the girl that gives the chick Molly. She's not like cartoonishly bad. I understand her motivations. The mom's abusive, but you kind of sympathize with her at the same time. And the abuse is never taken to like extremes. She's not abusive. Yeah, she slaps the kid. Did she? she yells at him. I don't know. You shouldn't. Yeah, and then yeah, she's, she's like, "Oh no, my don't God. call me a bitch." And then yeah. she felt bad. She felt yeah. remorse. Yeah, I mean that's abuse, but 
it's human abuse. You know, it's humanistic. It's not, you know, a drunken dad. Get the, what the fuck did you do? You know, they play up all the time. And um, the third act turned into like, ironically, the superhero movie problem, which is, okay, this is just a fight that just gets gone on forever and ever. But again, where I can justify that bloated third act, it's kind of like making its point. Here's inhumanly strong people that just get fucked up beyond any semblance of rationality and further extends that anyone can get it anyone (laughs) can get it literally whipping a kid (laughs) yes the gimmick if you will in the first terrifier movie is like you're following a girl but they're giving you a girl that is like by all structure and formula intended to be the final girl you know but she does get murked like midway through the movie, like after three or four people. And you're like, well, what the? Anyone can fucking get it. The other thing they do, this is also great. The clown just like shoots people with a gun. See, <laughs> really so weirdly, fucking amusing to like me. It, it's pretty funny in the first one because it's like, what, what? now he has a gun? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, I don't know if this is like a recent thing or if it's just what I've noticed because I never really watched a lot of movies like this before made me uncomfortable the scene the dream scene where he like shoots up the the set like show me a slasher guy show me a killer guy like stabbing people whatever ripping people in half sawing people in half whatever but a guy just using a gun to shoot up a bunch Bunch of people people. it's it does not play well maybe not anymore or something but it's it's Mm. a really uncomfortable thing to see i mean it's supposed to feel yucky the whole thing is supposed to feel yucky it's a different feeling Blow them up, set them on fire, like that one, the clown lady. But I so you would like you would that. redo that scene? Yeah, it it seemed a little bit to me like, um, are you just being edgy for edgy's sake? The rest of it is so like, it's like artsy gore. The rest huh. of it, and then this scene is kind of like, I didn't get that. You know, that's that's really interesting because I didn't get that feel that it was it was like trying to be edgy in that scene at all. Whereas I felt that other parts were. He stabs a chick up and pours salt oh, you know on and bleach on her. <laughs> You're like. The gun violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's not realistic. The girl has the girl is scalped and skinned and <laughs> she's, she's crawling lying. around and he comes back upstairs all jolly with like ammonia yeah. and salt and then rubs it in her. Salt she's still alive yeah. after that. Conscious moving around. In front of her mom, he's like carving her up on the bed. Yeah, puppeteers her. Yeah, and, and then like, hey, and then she's still alive. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's silly, Cartoonish. you know. Yeah, and so all of it is when you're seeing all this like ridiculous stuff happening, and you're like, okay, this is over the top and silly. But shooting up a room full of kids and people yeah. is like, this is not over the top. This but that's is just di- that's shooting a bunch of people. That's still different than the, the little handgun that he uses to like yeah. kill them all. No, that's what I'm saying. That's like funny because it's all this is out of character for yeah. a slasher. I think that's why it's in there. That's why that makes sense. But that other one it doesn't. And I tried to kind of think of it like was this just a nightmare that she had? So maybe that could account for why it was so different right. feeling, but nah, it doesn't feel like it. Dylan, much like our uh titular character Art the Clown, you've been very silent. Oh, he's he's miming. <laughs> Look at that. He's doing a bit. <laughs> Man, you're really good at that. How did you get the, all that grease paint on from the last time I looked at you? Who are you talking to? It's a little girl bouncing around. But I don't see oh, her. Oh, he's playing patty cake. He's playing patty cake. He's playing patty cake with the, That's no weird because he didn't mute apparently. the claps. That's kind of weird. That was a good scene. Yeah. Goes into the laundry mat. Yeah, to wash his clothes. Yeah, and then interacting with this little girl, and then you notice that there's nobody there. It's yeah. cool. But then she's real. So well, no, I, I think, and this is like fan theory stuff, 
there's some connection with Art the Clown and this family, and that's why yeah. the family members can see the little girl. Hmm. Man, if only they had more time in the movie to flesh <laughs> that out. <laughs> they don't want to tell you any... Yeah, I, Terrifier 3. I, this is like self-referential in a good way, which is like, oh yeah, we botch these fucking things when we tell you too much about the monster. So we're going to pepper some shit in, but basically not tell you anything. In the interview after the credits of the movie, he's like, yeah, I saw a lot of girls cosplaying Art the Clown, so I was like, why not give him a girl character? So I invented a girl character for him to cosplay. Boom! <laughs> you, you mentioned the budget on this. I was shocked to see this was 250000 This one was? Yeah. And Terrifier 1 was 100000 100000 versus... That's crazy. I know. They do a lot with that fucking Again, budget, I think. if you're not doing computer stuff, yeah. you can do a lot. I guess. Or you're, you know, you're your own special effects guy, so you're paying yourself kind Plus of... Plus my uncle Jimmy that's, owns a uh, run-down <laughs> amusement park, so we got that for free. Yeah. As a guy that watched the Terrifier movie, like... Around the time it came out. And I think it was like, if I remember correctly, it was like on Netflix. There might have been a DVD, but I only knew it from streaming. Right. Um, and I was always just like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Right. And then going into this, I was like, two and a half hours. Fuck, it's going to be long as hell. I don't know. It was like a, it was like a roller coaster. Yeah. I get it was like supposed to feel like some like 80s. I was like, fuck, this is going to be very like Stranger Things. It wasn't that because they were like... Here's a cell phone. I'm calling my mom on a cell phone. It's like, okay, fair enough. Mm. The sword thing where she gets that one up. Yeah. I never I never said this out loud, but it's very um if you ever get deep into like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh yeah, it had a ton of those vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Dream even, Warrior yeah, stuff. even the yeah, yeah, yeah even the sure. dreams, like when she was having those yeah, nightmares. It was heavy. So art is like almost like it's supposed to be a Freddy. Absolutely. Then the first one, they don't really talk about shit like that. He just yeah. Like some yeah, he's just killing. Guy. Yeah. yeah, he's and, in a he's a guy in a warehouse, and people go in the warehouse. Yeah, and then then this one is very like, now here's like a here's a mystical entity that's just gonna <laughs> kill people. But the people can also get mystical things. Yeah, everyone is just alive for way. Well, too I was gonna long. say, I guess I guess that girl from the first movie, the one with the messed up oh, face. Oh yeah, yeah. She's alive, alive still, and yeah. she gives birth to his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, sorry. Oh, God. Yeah, and they put jackass Chris Jericho's in. I think where they lost me is like, you know, they start off and it it has a certain tone. Like Maniac or, or, you know, it's set in New York, right? So, So I was like, oh, this might be like a sleazy, grimy, you know, old Times Square type movie. And then it just yeah, it totally changed to like, yeah, the family drama, which you seem to like. So I wasn't into that aspect because it was just kind of long and yeah oh again uh, com- just comparing it to like the first movie where we basically saw the movie without that stuff uh-huh. and we saw it with it it's like lucky charms it's the fucking you know the cereal part versus the marshmallows yeah. which are the gore stuff did um did people walk out of your showing no, no. really yeah no everyone we lost if, like over if anyone walked out they came back because they just went to the bathroom uh, oh okay. there was those fucking fools behind us that were all sleepy <laughs> well one of them was sleepy yeah. and they're like wake up Wake up. I'm fucking tired. Ugh. Hey, stop fucking yawning. I'm fucking sorry. I'm just tired. They were chatting the whole time. Though. There's a lot of like, shit, she fucked up. Dude, <laughs> that fuck. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> a lot of that talk. Fucking tired, man. <laughs> fuck. But they were there the whole time. Yeah, they were enjoying it. But like what we've been saying, there's this is such a light season for horror movies. Like yeah. that Halloween movie seems to not be doing great with I don't Reviews, know, Funko anyway, Pop yeah. collectors or yeah. whatever. That Smile movie has done astonishingly well, I Good think. numbers, yeah. Just on account of not being horrifically bad and being a horror movie and existing. <laughs> There's no fucking competition. So it's yeah. like, yeah, run Terrifier 2. I mean, I'm sure Barbarian.
Barbarian is getting a goddamn bump, and that movie was fucking months old at this point. I hope it is. It should be, yeah. It's Barbarian is better Good than any movie. of these movies we're talking about. Yeah. But, you know, motherfuckers need to put out more horror movies right now. Like the They messed is, up. I think, I think they the were afraid to here. go up against Halloween Ends. And even if, it, even if Halloween Ends did, like, great, and it was, like, a bunch of buzz and hype <laughs> There's 30 other it, days in October. Fucking A! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Again, Smile! Is just fucking gobbling Do, up your dollars. It's overperforming. Terrifier yeah. 2 will gobble up your dollars just because there's not many other options, I guess. We do have that Possessed movie. Yeah, that's But know. that's like Halloween Day. It's like, why would you watch that on Halloween Day? Oh, right. my God. <laughs> yeah, the hype is going to be over two days after it opens. Yeah, exactly. Like, who cares? So, I get scared, though. Uh, wrapping it up, Terrifier 2. Um, are we going to crowdfund this or are we going to pass me? I'm going to be in the thanks list at the end of the movie for giving them money because I think they did a really enjoyable job. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, I'm going to crowdfund it and go to the next showing in my cosplay <laughs> <laughs> that I'm going to spend a long time on. Are you going to go as the, the deranged little girl or are you going to go as Art? Or are you going to go as the no, warrior I'm girl? I'm going to go as the warrior girl. That's fucking hard. Brent? I'll go ahead and cover the whole thing. Executive proof <laughs> this motherfucker. However, my only stipulation is that the writer-director needs to be fired and replaced <laughs> with an actual talent. I swear to God, like this character and that actor, absolutely love him. Yeah. But I can't stand the writer and I can't stand the director. I think I think it's, um, it's not even like a one-trick pony. It's just like... A stillborn pony. Not into it. Art the Clown again, just to give him an extra shout out. David Howard Thornton. Okay. Banger. Yeah. For this one. Before that, it was uh, Mike Gianelli. The David guy, like the choices he made yeah. in the portrayal, really good. Super fucking good. That was it for me for the movie. You know, everything and else. He hand, like, when he hands out the fucking. <laughs> he rips that lady's head off and fills it up with candy and hands it out to kids. I like that he breaks into the girl's house and then he goes to the kitchen and drinks a glass of water. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like, all right, time to kill. It's Dylan, classic, yeah. Crowdfunding? I'll crowdfund, and then I'll, I'll jump on the Terrifier ride. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. You're going to. Oh, I hate it. I hate I'm fucking scared. You weren't. No, I wasn't freaking out. And this is why I think I liked it a lot. It wasn't as, like, jump scary yeah. as all these other movies that right. I've been, like, forced to watch. Who forced you to watch them? <laughs> Heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Heavy metal. Like, legitimately. Forced yeah. me Slayer's to like, watch Tom, it. Like, Slayer's like, hey. You're gonna go ahead and watch Emily Rose, and they're gonna just fucking <laughs> scream at you like randomly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So give me yeah. the That's the sick. Insidious films. I'm fucking annoyed, but I'll watch them. Whatever. Slipknot's <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah, it's part yeah. of the culture. Respect. Yeah, yeah, you just have to do it. Did TSOL's Code Blue send you anywhere? Uh, to the theater to watch Suburbia over and over. There you again. go. <laughs> Come on, essential punker fool viewing. Let's not just blame the metalheads. You know, the punker fools got Return of the Living Dead, which is oh so true. much. We watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre two recently. But it's a very punker fool. Yeah, Cramps and Oingo Boingo on the soundtrack. Yeah, there's some other like denim and leather metalheads. Yeah, because punkers oh, okay. also get killer clowns. That's true. See? Shout out to Dickies. Yeah, metalheads. We got Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Nightmare on Elm Street's for the metalheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, shit. Okay. Saw. Tie for like legit metal scenes in in horror movies. In Demons, during uh, uh, Accepts Fast as a Shark is playing, Mm -hmm. and that fool rides a motorcycle through a theater and chops off zombie heads. Yeah. And then in Night of the Demons, uh, that the Morbid Angels on the soundtrack, and I think the demon lady does like a strip dance to it, and then her (laughs) boobs like grab a guy's hand and he eats her. Well, fucking, uh, I think Lord of Emptiness is playing. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> is uh, is Zombie with no E, the Italian uh, zombie, a metal one? Fuck yeah. I will say this about Terrifier 2. Sorry, I forgot. Bringing it all back. Right. 
I do like the fact that every movie that someone's watching is some black and white, like <laughs> yeah. Plan 9, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Chris Jericho's watching fucking Plan 9 from outer space. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Grown up. Jesus he gets Christ. it. <laughs> okay. What do you got for us today, Brian? All right. In, the, in recent uh, installments of the news, we've talked about the woes over at director Time Warner Discovery's house. Today we're going to talk about the uh, other end of the spectrum. NBC Universal CEO Jeff Shell is flaunting their success. In an interview with CNBC, Shell cited being pleased with the company's film business in 2022, highlighting the hybrid release model above all else. So this year alone, they've seen an uptick in paid subscribers of Peacock. That's $120 million in uh, extra revenue per year, which makes investors very, very happy. And they, of course, also had three movies in the top 10 box office so far this year as standalones with Jurassic World Dominion, Minions of the Rise of Gru, and Nope. Um, Halloween Ends is strong uh, in spite of horrible reviews. <laughs> the uh, box office opening was at $40 million. If Halloween Ends can top Halloween Kills, which grossed $92 million domestically and $132 million worldwide, then the hybrid method could be here for quite a while. Were you guys tempted to watch Halloween Ends at home, or did you want to go to the theater? With an unlimited pass, yeah. This is for sure a theater movie, because I know I wouldn't pay attention to it at home, because we watched Halloween Kills at home, and watched like a third of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was legit, like boring. Uh, that was a bad movie. But it's horror like, movies in general, I think it's nice to see with a crowd. Yeah, horror and, and action one. stuff. It's... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch a movie. Uh, in general. Yeah. People want to go to the theater, and all you have to do is not fuck it up, and they'll watch your shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like you're supposed to make a good fucking movie, but when they put out. Some fucking convoluted gibberish like Doctor Strange or milk toast like Jurassic World. People will go still and they'll maybe make some money or something. When you actually do something fucking that people like, <laughs> they'll go to see it. And I don't think it's hurt really by streaming. And I think probably it's helped just by way of spreading word of mouth, you know. God, I can't remember who told me this. Uh, a wise person told me, just, man, never be afraid to go to where your customers actually are. Yeah. Just go wherever the audience is. If everybody's on iTunes, go to iTunes. Right. If something else comes up, and sure enough, plenty more came up, go there. And like once you kind of just actually service the customer and how they consume yeah. what media, whether it be film, music, or anything else, I mean, you're going to be fine. People that you know would watch it at home are still going to watch it at home. And then the people that are going to go to the theater are still going to go to the theater. And if it's a good movie, like you said, more incentive to go to the theater. And you, but so to have that option, I would argue, is good. Yeah. You know, whereas like Time Water Discovery, you know, the the hot new director, they're blaming their bad movies on right, streaming right. happening concurrent with the theatrical release. I feel like they're kind of getting their footing with this streaming and theater uh, theatrical releases at the same time. And I think that they'll kind of get more comfortable with it and stop spending so much on movies that they're going to be doing both for or aren't going to be something like, no, people should really watch this in the theater. So you want to like HD it so that people can watch it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Be more reasonable about your budget for these things that are kind of going to be both. You know? Yeah, I think, yeah, fuck these fucking companies. Just don't spend as much goddamn money. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be spending the GDP of a third world nation on a fucking, <laughs> on a goddamn eternals movie yeah Just stop so then, that and then shit. that that really should take the pressure off of them too where it's like well we spent 250 million dollars making this movie we need to make a ton of money you know 
where it's like, well, just make spend normal money, <laughs> spend a normal amount of money, <laughs> and then do more stuff. Like that's one of the Netflix things. Like everyone like make make fun of it for greenlighting everything, and it's like, yeah, but they cast a wide net, you know, and yeah. they put out a and bunch they, of stuff. They don't cost one hundred and fifty million exactly. to make that shit. A lot of Return of the Jedi scenery was just painted. That's part of the magic. <laughs> and as a uh, as a Mark Ass Mark, they in all of the new Star Wars shit, they'll get me every time because they'll put some fucking little puppet in the foreground of like mm-hmm. a desert scene and it'll pop its head up and look around and go off screen and it's like works <laughs> every time uh keeping it seasonal elvira just released her top five women-led horror movies of all time list would anybody like to venture a guess as to what will be on her top five alien no the birds no um smile the uh halloween ends <laughs> uh, yeah i guess you'd have to put halloween in there right it's not on the list. Damn, it's Michael Myers led. That's why. Yeah. Well, what counts? Then? I married an axe murderer. No. Jennifer's body. Yeah, is Jennifer's no. body in it. Oh, fuck. No. Plan Nine. Hold on, I'll, I'll get it. Okay. Aliens. No. No. <laughs> Alien Three. No. Uh, you just keep naming Alien. Well, I just want to see if you Aliens v Predator. What's the latest decade? That it, so I'm going to give you the dates. The number one is 1976. Number two is 1936. Number three is 1968. Number four is 1973. And number five is 1958. So heck of old. Fucking Casablanca. What did you say, Colin? Rosemary's Baby. That's number three. Oh. Uh, The Exorcist. Exorcist number four. That's woman Reagan. Linda Blair. See, I would have thought that the priest was the protagonist of exercise yeah the, but everybody talks about the iconic linda blair performance yeah, but, you know, so maybe that's where it's that's alien where isn't um, give, me the, give me the years again okay so now we've got 1976 1936 and 1958 13 ghosts house on the haunted hill i don't know how old anything is like pre-80s <laughs> i don't understand I don't know. how dracula work. curse of the spider woman <gasps> yeah. don't keep working on that concept with the dracula thing oh, okay because you got, you got you got roughly half of a title it's the other half dracula's cat rather. Dracula, <laughs> You're just looking at things around the room. Uh, Dracula's daughter. Is it Dracula's, Dracula's daughter? Dracula's daughter is a movie, and that is number two. Oh. It is a female vampire movie, obviously, that cleverly worked in lesbian overtones. Oh. I mean, that's, yeah, that's Dracula's And that's 36? 1936. That's the number two. So What's you, 76? Yeah. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack so, of the, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman? That's number oh. five, oh, 1958, okay, Allison okay. Hayes and uh, Yvette Vickers. So what's the, seven, the 76? Uh, hold on. 76 is number one. We'll figure it out. Hold yeah. on. You're going to get there. Um, so it's not Halloween. It's not Alien. Nope. It's not Aliens. Hold on. We'll get it's it. It's a bicentennial, Dylan. Come on. Oh, it's a bicenten- uh, bicentennial, man. I need a hand. Okay. Uh, I'll give you... She's not the lead, but she's been in a ton of Scream Queen roles. You got Nancy Allen in the movie. This is 1976. Yeah. You want the lead? No, just give me the. Tell me the. Point. Give me the lead. I'll, tra- I'll figure it out right Dylan now. Dylan really likes guessing games. This is something you have to know him for. A Sissy long time Spacek. Ago. Who? Oh, Carrie. Boom. Oh, okay. Boom. There you go. See, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking trash list. <laughs> now shut yeah, up. Damn. <laughs> shut up. You, you trying to go in on Elvira? Yeah, in she gets house? it. She watches. I know. Well, apparently, house, she but... stopped watching movies before the eighties. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. What would you put on this list then, Justine? Orphan. Orphan 2. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking respect. Yeah. All right. Smile. Yeah, you, and, you, and you just want me back. <laughs> Smile. Halloween <laughs> ends. You know what? I spent a lifetime worshiping Elvira. That's over. <laughs> she didn't put Orphan on this. American Psycho 2. <laughs> wow. True. Wow. 
Would you guys like to play a round of Malton real I'd quick? I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. Movie number one in the Malton Movie Masters. Let's see if you can pick up this week's theme. So I'm going to pick a random one from the middle of the book. Hint. So here's your description. Ambitious but none too bright Miami bodybuilder and trainer teams up with a fellow workout enthusiast and a beefy ex-con to snag his piece of the American dream to it. which he feels entitled by kidnapping and robbing an obnoxious fat cat who's one of his clients. Needless to say, these inept criminals' plans go completely awry. Starts out as irreverent comedy in typically adrenaline-charged Michael Bay fashion, then turns incredibly ugly as its characters get scummier by the minute. Yuck. Based on a true story documented by journalist Pete Collins. I can't remember the fucking yeah, name yeah. of the movie. You know what's movie, fucked up? I can name the actors, but I cannot exactly. name the movie. Exactly. Don't fucking remember the movie's title. It's such a dumb name. It's like you I know. know. You know what's heavy up? Heavy lifting. So it can't. Should have called that it movie can't be lifting. American because American would be up here. Buff. Yeah. He- nope. That's B. That's B's lifting up here. Lifting crime. That looks like. Nope. The P. You are astute. <laughs> Keep going with that. Penis crime. <laughs> that is nothing. I know it's for me. fucked. Seen this one in the theaters. Fuck. What's it called? You wanna you wanna see who can name the most actors? Okay, you have fourteen options for actors. Go 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 ham. Ah oh, damn! I forgot the guy's name. So there's The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There's Mark Wahlberg, and then there's Monk, and I can't remember that guy's name right now. Oh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. What's that movie called? It's gonna piss me off. It's like playing. Playing for keeps. Paying, paying <gasps> it forward. Pay Pain. Full, painful. Painful. Painful pay, things. <laughs> pain and gain. Yeah! Oh, fuck. Okay. Pretty sure it was actually called Painful. Amazing. <laughs> painful games. Pain and gain. Pain and gain, 2013. <laughs> Your director was Michael Bay. You've got Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Anthony Mackie, Ed Harris, Tony Shalhoub. Our boy uh, Malton gives that one, one and a half stars. <sighs> what an idiot. <laughs> Not you, but Molten. All right. Next description. Sequel to 2009 hit has America's elite fighting unit ambushed in Afghanistan. Only a few warriors survive and return home, where they must learn who is in the highest levels of U.S. government sanctioned their sabotage. It's probably arch villain, villain name, posing as the president of the United States. Juvenile comic book storytelling is punctuated by lots of action for its target audience of adolescent boys. Others may find it pretty tiresome. Alternate version runs 122 minutes. God damn, I can't think of the think, subtitle for the second. You've think, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got, yeah, so you've got 14 possible actors and you do have a subtitle. I can name two and I think I can name the, uh, the, subtitle? the subtitle. Ooh, Colin, where you at? Unfortunately for Justine, it is bro night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I, I recognize the theme God and I think I'm going to do mm-hmm. very well. What you can you do got? subtitle. If you have subtitle, you have me beat. It's G.I. Joe 2. What do you, what, where's, what's this 2? Revelation. Is what? it not Revelations? What? No. Resurgence. Retribution? <laughs> no. Rindependence Day. <laughs> Damn close. Rorpian King. Absolutely. The Rock. rock. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it Reckoning? Ah, no. that's it. What? what? That's not it? No. The Rockening. No. God damn it. I don't think G.I. Joe 2 Army. Oh, Army Edition. The... G.I. Joe 2 Reserves. <laughs> you guys aren't even trying. <laughs> Reanimated. Recognizance. Reammoed. Let me read you the G.I. Joe 2 Regunned. I'm going insist... to I'm, I'm s- insist on rereading the description. Like deployed. <laughs> Why would they fuck that up? 
This description might help you with the name. <laughs> Bro, these G.I. Joe movies are fucking good. I don't give a fuck. I wish they made more. Sequel to 2009 hit. Has America's elite fighting unit ambushed in Afghanistan? So they're ambushed, right? Yes. Only a few warriors survive, so they need to do something, right? And they return home, where they must learn who... Oh, returns. No. Oh, damn it. Who in the highest <laughs> levels of the U.S. government sanctioned their sabotage? It's probably, Archvillain will say it, Zartan, posing <laughs> as the president of the United States. Juvenile comic book storytelling <laughs> is punctuated by lots of action for its target audience of Alice and boys, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so if like, if you're... Revenge. A, okay, keep going on that. What's the Re- synonym? Restitution. <laughs> Close. <laughs> That's too big of a word for a G.I. Joe reparations. It's like fucking a roadblock. Roadblock is your main character. He's Rise. Risen. What's the fucking name of the movie? I've seen. Nah, man, think about... Hey, man, they shot at us. We gotta get... Revenge. Retaliation. Boom. Retaliation. Uh, That's not, I swear we said that. Go back can, to the tape. Who can name me the most amount of actors? Shit, we name two. You got two? Yeah, I, that's one more than I could. All name. right. Oh, fuck. It's ah oh, shit. Oh, I thought she was ahead. No. We yeah. just like those movies. I know. They're There's just sick. people in it, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like action figures There's showing snake up. Snake eyes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Snake okay. eyes is definitely in it. Let's make it real it's interesting. Let's make it real interesting. <laughs> there is a rapper in this in this in this cast. It's not ludicrous. No. It's um It's not ludicrous? No, that's Fast and Furious. It's this, uh, wait, this isn't a Fast and Furious. <laughs> it might as well be. Just with armies. Yeah. <laughs> the rapper. I don't need the rapper. I just, you said you can give me two, give me two. Chain Tatum and the Rock. So you also had Bruce Willis in this one. Why? DJ Katrona. Oh, that was DJ, DJ Academics. Uh, RZA. Oh, RZA's in it. Rizza's Fuck, I forgot. That's it. the one he's in. Yes, exactly. Damn it. Retaliation? Retaliation. Your next wow. description. Okay. Big Muscle Cop persuades other character to come out of cushy retirement by showing him that another character who supposedly died is still alive and working for arch villain, villain in London. When that character that he was talking to agrees, so does his family, and the game is on. Large-scale, globe-hopping action yarn not only asks, but demands that you check your brains at the door. (laughs) Delivers the kind of spectacular driving and fights that series fans expect, but relies too much on impossible stunts. Black Adam. I know exactly. I'll give you the year, 2013. 13? Yes, sir. This is all Dylan's world, man. Are you sure? 15 actors, 2013. Because I sworn that's like, that is the plot to FNF 8. That's Mm -hmm. like way later. I don't don't think that's in the book. That is like literally the plot for that movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's almost like you just keep (laughs) rehashing it. It's the same fucking movie. It's not not Fast 6. Dylan, is that your official guess? 2013, yeah, is it 6? I like to guess it's Fast 6. Correct. How many actors can you name? Uh, you got Paul Walker. That's like his last one, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it's know, Paul Walker, dude. Finn Diesel, The Rock, Tyrese, Ludacris, the girl from Games of Thrones. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all. Here we go. We're gonna we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. He's got the goods here. What's the score? There's no Zero score. Oh, there's no score. Oh, Bro, here's the score. Fucking... Justine loses. <laughs> we're just yeah. naming rock. That's no, the name of this yeah. game. All right, all right. Here's the thing I, is, I like this game though. It's really making me think which rock, which fucking Fast and Furious movie. You're yeah. Okay, this description. Um, main character returns home after eight years in the service and learns that the town is owned, lock, stock, and barrel by an old schoolmate who's opened a casino. With the help of a 4x4 and a trusted friend, he determines to set things straight. Buford P- 
Pusser is nowhere in sight, but his vigilante break everything in sight spirit lives on in this Yahoo action yarn based on a 1973 hit, followed by two direct-to-video sequels. The year is, uh, is uh, 2004. Nine possible actors. Yeah, I think I can name two. And the movie? And the movie. Okay, Colin? If you're paying attention at any point today, you might be able to nail this. Fuck. No, I'm out. Okay, Justine? Apparently, I didn't know The Rock was an actor. Before, like, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, he was in 93 films, and I'm not joking. What? Damn, respect. And none yeah. of them have been bad so far. It's a crazy. It's pretty thing. nuts, huh? I don't think I've seen a bad Rock movie, like Dead Ass. You see Be Cool? No. It's a good one. I haven't seen it, but it's good. Yeah. All the right. right. Cinematic Dylan's going to hit us with the title and give, give us two actors for a decisive is win it, on this one. Isn't it Walking Tall? It is. The Rock? Yes. And then isn't it Eric Roberts? That does not movie? check. I know the kid from The Holes is in it. Zero. But I can't remember that kid's name right now. All right. There oh, is a cast member from Jackass in this movie. Oh, Johnny Knoxville. Boom. Dylan's got it. I forgot. All right. Long time. Last one. Because this going to go on all night with 93 movies. When an unpopular hockey player nicknamed Title for his habit of knocking out opponents' part of body does a bad deed to a kid, his penance is to actually become a Title of Movie for a week. Under the tutelage of head, title of movie, and gadget guy in a brief cameo spewing groaner borscht belt style jokes, macho lead actor dons a tutu, sprouts wings, and gets his comeuppance. Uninspired screenplay and routine performances fail to make this worth even the dollar the lead actor leaves under the pillow. Yeah, Though it's always nice to see another actor. Followed by a DVD sequel. <laughs> I know the movie. Yeah, I know the movie. Okay. One actor. Yeah. There are nine possible actors. In order to break the deadlock, I will say that there is a skateboarder in the movie. Why are we trying to break a tie? Dylan's got fucking 20 movies that he's named. I can, I can name the movie. I think I can name two. It's just Tooth Fairy, right? Yeah, it's the Definitely. Fairy. And it's got The Rock and, and Oh, fuck. What's the kid's name? Because he went to my school. It's um, not Cole. Did you know the... Elliot? Did you know it was Tooth Fairy, Justine? Yes. Because I remember you're The Rock in a tutu. Yeah, you're a cinephile as well. That was like one of his early movies too, right? Okay, put, like, there was a comedian in it, you said? Yeah, there's a comedian in it that's like known mainly for like his work in the 80s. Uh, you've got a skateboarder. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> this is a wash. Okay. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> is it Gilbert Godfrey? Stick with that. <laughs> Keep thinking about that. I wish I could name that kid. It's going to bother you when I read it. Who's the 80s it? comedian? Oh, fucking Billy Crystal? Uh, yeah, Billy Crystal's it. in this. She does a cameo. The skateboarder is sponsored by Red Bull. Ryan Sheckler? Correct. Is your boy named Chase Ellison? Yes. Perhaps? Yeah. That's what I was like. I was like, Elliot. I was like, fuck. I know Chase it's like is a, a fucking child actor ass name. Yeah, no, nah, he, he, he went to my school. All right, shout out to <laughs> our boy Leonard Malton for another night of screaming. Dylan, yelling. go ahead and take Anger. us out. Hello, viewer. I want to play a game. You just listened to this week's episode of Black Adam and Terrifier 2. Now, you join us on a trip to paradise. That's right. We got tickets to paradise. Then, you're going to have to get possessed and pray before the devil. I'm kind of scared for that Okay, because you're going to have to get the devil out of you. Anyway, see you next time.